Hello everyone, welcome to Random Encounter 253 or 253. My name is John O'Logan and uh, welcome back because we were off last week, but you got an episode of Rhythm Encounter to tide you over. Uh, I don't know if you listen to it. If you aren't listening to Rhythm Encounter, I highly recommend giving it a shot because uh, it's a great, great show and you hear some really, really great video game music there. But uh, we're back on track now. We're back on schedule. So it's going to be the same us, rhythm, us, rhythm, us, rhythm every Monday. Um, okay, so... Uh, this week, we're going to do something a little bit different. Uh, I don't know if I've mentioned it here before, but I am a fan of the video game series Yakuza. Um, the very first time I played this game was back in 2019 with uh, Yakuza Kiwame, which is a game that was assigned to me by Alana. Um, and it's not a game that I ever would have uh, taken by myself. I, I think it was like my second review I ever wrote for the site. And I just needed to write something. And Alana was like, just go into the codes receive pile. I don't think anyone's covering Yakuza because we already have a review for it if you want to do that. So I said, what the heck? And uh, if she hadn't said that, I would have probably missed out on this incredible series. Um, now, it's become incredibly popular over the last few years since the release of Yakuza 0 back in 2017 helped push it into the mainstream. And since then, I think it's only been gaining steam. Uh, the Yakuza series has recently been rebranded into uh, the Like a Dragon series, which was the original uh, title in Japan. Um, but as the vast majority of the games in the series are still called Yakuza, absent a significant rebranding effort, we're just going to keep referring to it as Yakuza for this episode. So um, I would argue the biggest problem with the Yakuza series is that there are a ton of entries. There are currently eight mainline games, eight spinoffs. There's even a spinoff series called Judgment. Uh, and if you ever wanted to get into the series, that number, it, it's a daunting challenge. Uh, you look at it and you're like, wow, this is dense. How, how do I get in? Uh, and that's why RPG Fan is here. Uh, and that's why we have a brand new entry in our So You Want to Get Into series of features. Uh, this is just like our other features, uh, like that we did one for Tales, we did one for Trails, we did one for Fire Emblem, a whole bunch more. All of them will be linked in the show notes. So the purpose of these features is to give you, the reader, a comprehensive overview of the series, uh, a breakdown of the games, and uh, include some recommendations of where to get started. So uh, this is, uh, so you want to get into the Yakuza series. And I was one of the writers on this feature. I was definitely not the only writer on this feature because this is an absolute beast. It is a, it was a big, big feature. It took us a long time to write. So my co-writer is joining me on this episode, uh, Giancarlo Vasquez, who is also known as GC Online. Uh, hey, how are you doing, GC? I'm doing good. Hello. That was a fantastic introduction, may I just say. Thank you very much. I wish I could say it was off the top of my head, but I have it all right in front of me. <laughs> you know, funny enough, when you joined RPG Fan uh, as a feature writer uh, about two, two and a half years, two and a half years ago, I think. Oh my God, or, it's already been like, yeah, two and a half years. It's been a while. Uh, it did not click with me for quite some time that I was already subscribed to your YouTube channel and had watched <laughs> all of your Dragon Quest series. I I had I had no idea that that anyone at RPG Fan knew what I was like up to, so it was it was very funny to find out that you had watched my videos before. I think did you know when I had jumped in, or I think it was like I think because I think you've told me this before. Was it was it was I think when we were working on the feature together, you were like, wait a minute. Yeah, that was it. We were uh, we had a card in Trello, which is how we organize our features and things like that. And we were going back and forth. And I created the so you want to get into the Yakuza series and I was going to write it. And I was and then I looked at it and I was like, OK, I don't have time to write this right now because, I, you know, I have review management. I have I'm doing the show like I, I just did not have time. And you chimed in with like, I would love to work on this. And I was like, <laughs> huh. 
this guy has the same last name as the, huh? And GC, <laughs> huh? Yeah. And then I, uh, I rewatched your stuff and was like, oh yeah. Okay. Same person. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, what are the odds that there'd be two people with your name who also like Yakuza? And then you asked me to help. And then, uh, maybe like, I want to say uh, secretly, I said, yeah, yeah, I'll, 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 uh, I'll, I'll do some things. And then secretly, I think that night I was just like scribbling into a notebook, like, ah, and then we can do this and then we can write this. And then this could be here. And we could do this over here. Like I, when you asked me, Hey, do you want to help? I said, yeah, of course. And, uh, and then in my room, I went finally. And I like scribbled and scribbled and scribbled a ton of stuff. Okay, I'm, I just want to say, like, I said, you're my co-writer. That's not accurate at all. <laughs> I was your co-writer. That's not um, true. We, it, was a, it was an equal effort. Um, we both contributed our own, our own thing, and it was really cool to write because we both have our own styles of writing, and, like, merging that and finding the, the balance between us was an interesting uh, experience, and it was, it, it was a lot of fun. It, it, it actually reads really well because of that, I think. I, I, like, I, I was, like, skimming through it. I wasn't going to read it because I've, I've read it. We wrote it. it. <laughs> we wrote it, and we, we must – I must have read it so many times, like, just making sure everything was whatever and then, like, reviewing all the changes we were making. Mm-hmm. And then I was I was skimming through it like the the once it got published and I and I and I I remember telling myself man this like this flows so nicely between like my writing and and Jono's and I was like ooh <laughs> I was like I was really really pleased with how it turned out I think we I think we nailed it I mean that's a little I don't mean to toot our own horns here but uh you oh know. no I'm I'm I think we're proud of this and I think it's pretty justifiably so I, I I'm really happy with the way this turned out mm-hmm. uh, we got to put in our own. <laughs> our own specific stupid jokes like <laughs> my stupid joke for the entire thing was i wrote all of the i think when i wrote the i wrote the uh review for the yakuza uh, remastered collection mm-hmm. uh, and we did a video for it on youtube and just as a just as a joke for my own amusement i did this whole thing where i recapped every uh part of it with the tojo clan is in crisis and like <laughs> did this like over the top almost like star wars-esque uh, crawl at the beginning of each one of the, of the it video reads reviews. like a title crawl yeah exactly so uh and then i decided to hmm i think i could probably do this so i kept doing it for every every yakuza game that i uh reviewed and then when we started doing this i was like ah, screw it and i just wrote like little brief summaries using that template for every game in the series and uh i i amused myself it came out terrific I, it's such a nice like little identifying aspect of of the writing I, I I love it. I think I think I think that feature was 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 so much fun to write in part because both of us are kind of both of us kind of have a similar experience with the series where we weren't we haven't we haven't really like grown up with it per se. Like we we didn't like start playing it when it was in circulation and coming out. Mm. We kind of caught up to it, so to speak. Well, well let me ask you that. Let's start there. Uh, what first got you into the Yakuza series? Um, I watched the Let's Play. I watched the Yakuza 4 Let's Play and I was sitting there kind of bored and I said, I guess I'll just watch whatever they're playing. And it opens up with Akiyama and it has like this really long, dramatic opening cutscene of of stuff happening and like this really big tension between these gangs. And I was like, man, this cutscene's going on for a long time. <laughs> and, I, and I was like, you know what? That's, it's a PS3 era. That makes a lot of sense. And then it just dumps you into this 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 sandbox or open world however you want to refer to it as 
And and I said, well, okay, there's going to be some side quests and, and a main thing. I was kind of expecting the usual open world fare. And then they walked into a Sega arcade and, and played Sega games for I don't know how long. And I went, wait, what? And then they went to the batting cages and I went, wait, what? And every every like 10 minutes, there was just some other mini game or some other play spot or some other wacky thing. And then they finally get to a side quest and the side quest is so bonkers and so weird and strange that I said to myself, I got to play all of this. I, I need to play all of this on top mm-hmm. of the fact that it had a, a, a pretty solid and very interesting uh, combat system focused on like style, like yeah. just visually it just grabbed me just watching a let's play of it. I, uh, I understand where you're coming from. Also, I'm trying to, I'm genuinely trying to think about what it would be like to approach Yakuza four without any context and get dumped into Akiyama's uh, story. Um, that would be, that, that's, that's diving right into the deep end. Yeah. Although I would, I, I, you know what? Four is a perfect, I would argue that if you didn't want to get started with like, I guess Yakuza Kiwami didn't even exist yet. So if you didn't want to get started with Yakuza one for the PS two, uh, that Yakuza 4 was probably like one of the best entry points for the series because you had the introduction of these three new yeah. main characters. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree because it, it doesn't even start with the titular character. I don't think it should be in the game personally, but that's that's where I'm coming from. I'm, I'm also I'm also of the mind where I, I do enjoy Kiryu's presence in four and five, especially five. Five makes more sense. But in four, if he weren't in there, I would also be totally fine with it. Like when I played four, I was totally fine with Kiryu showing up in cutscenes and like kind of as a, a guidance, a guiding, you know, passing the torch on to these new protagonists. But when he comes into his own again and in like the last chapter, I remember that happened and I was like, dude, what are you doing? This isn't your story. Yeah, he kind of he kind of steals the show at the very end. Yeah, he just he just kind of shows up and it's like this has you have nothing to do with any of this. <laughs> and it what's my I think my favorite part is when he fights um Akiyama and uh oh crap, what's the Tanimura. Tanimura uh in the sewers and after he, after the cutscene they're like, "Who is that guy?" And I'm like, "Yeah, who was that guy?" <laughs> <laughs> Where the hell did he come from? It would have been so much better if if not better like it would have been so much it would have been so much more fitting to the series if he hadn't been in the game at all and he just kind of ends up being an incidental fight because Akiyama and Tanamura together just seem like dudes up to no good <laughs> and it would have been so much funnier if just for like a brief moment you get to play as him but he had nothing to do with the story he was like I'm I'm going to go get milk and like and like he ends up fighting everybody on the way there and it would have been such a nice because it's because it's sort of like the running joke or the running gag with any protagonist of a yakuza series where everyone wants to fight them or you know what would even be better than that if just while you're playing the game as like these various characters at random points you just see him like on the side of a road like doing weird things like he has a sandwich board on and he's like handing out flyers for someone you're like oh he got roped into a side quest it's a sub story <laughs> and it's just like completely out of context kiryu just doing random sub stories just on the streets of camarocho see now you say that and now i really want there to be a yakuza game slash like a dragon game where 
that is exactly what's happening to one of the characters we recognize and have played as before. I don't really care who it is. You know what? You know who would be great for that? Shinada. If you bring back Shinada mm-hmm. from Five, and he's just like every time you see him, he's just a, a model in the environment, and he's doing some sort of zany side quest that has nothing to do with anything. Yep. Or just like Onomichi shows up, and you're just like, "That's probably Kiryu." Oh, he's <laughs> he's 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 working some part time jobs right now. Anyway, um. Okay, well, let's let's go through the feature a little bit. So sure. uh, we we opened it up with uh, describing Yakuza to people who have never played it before. Um, and that's a more challenging thing to do than most yes. would expect. Because this game is... These games are uh, genre-defying in many of the best ways. Um, traditionally, you know, for years and years, people refer to it as the Japanese Grand Theft Auto, which is insane um, because it's the games couldn't be further apart in terms of style, tone, gameplay, anything. It is, it is, it is a victim. The, the Yakuza series is a victim of, of, of marketing at the time. Uh, and it, it's kind of embarrassing when you, when you look into it, because you kind of learn that Nagoshi blatantly made Yakuza as a counterpiece to Grand Theft Auto, where he played Grand Theft Auto or he saw Grand Theft Auto and he said, I can do that kind of story and I can do it without being that needlessly violent, which is very funny when you play Yakuza. But if you really compare the two, he has a point. Violence with consequences is what Yakuza is really like. Yeah, yeah. There's gang violence and things like that because obviously it's about the Yakuza. But like there are no points where Kiryu could ever run down a pedestrian and get away with it scot-free. No, everything has everything has huge consequence. And at times, uh, to the point, uh, Kiryu is often the consequence to other people enacting violence. So it's it's a nice little like like to call that a GTA clone. Number one is is. I think kind of shooting yourself in the foot if you're trying to sell the game, because you're going to get a lot of returns that way. Mm. But two, uh, it's kind of, it's not an insult, but it's kind of ignorant of what that game is supposed to be. Yeah. Especially the very first one. Like, well, let's, let's talk about some of the games. So, uh, obviously for a lot of people, including myself, I've never played the original Yakuza, uh, for Mm. PlayStation two. It's, it's, I completely missed it. It was not on my radar. I did not play it at all. My first mm-hmm. exposure was Yakuza Kiwame, um, which is the same story, just uh, it, it, just with uh, the modern bells and whistles of the series and a few little things uh, in there to fill in a few plot holes. Mm-hmm. You and I, I think, have slightly different opinions about Kiwame. Um, I think so. But the original Yakuza, if, I mean, if we're going back to this GTA thing, like it, it's, it's nothing like GTA. GTA was an open world, whereas the original Yakuza is a walled garden type thing you're you're, you know you're in this neighborhood and it also did not have uh like over the shoulder free roaming like it had when you'd go off screen it would cut to a different camera angle yeah it was it was an it was an isometric action rpg yeah i would argue it had more in (laughs) i would argue that it had more in con uh common with like uh um uh, streets of rage than with like absolutely yeah it's a beat it absolutely. was a beat-em-up it was a it yeah. was a modern it was a modern interpretation of a beat-em-up with a much more engaging story yeah the, the prototype for the combat system in yakuza is actually an arcade game that negoshi helped develop that was just a 3d 3d beat-em-up yeah i played a little bit of it for for research and uh it's all right it's a it's a quarter muncher but you know mm. what arcade game isn't 
Well, the original uh, game was released here, and mm-hmm. it had it had some interesting uh, localization uh, drama involved <laughs> with it, shall we say? Um, every game since, uh, up until the very recent ones, have always been in Japanese only with Japanese subtitles. But the original one had a uh, full English voiceover, and it is infamous. It is it is full of. Uh... Ex- ex- excessive swearing it has a a star-studded cast for the time that it was made in mm-hmm. and some of that cast doesn't remember they were in it oh i i totally believe that and there's also um the other thing is is the the, the naming uh people's names have were confused um like like just honorifics are 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 kind of thrown around willy-nilly sometimes uh it's it, it it was a very clumsy first outing. That being said, I I, I got to give credit to to the person who kind of led that localization because there wasn't much to go off of mm-hmm. back. Like it, localization was a lot harder back then. And uh, I also feel like they would have gotten the note continuously from uh, that that the game needs to be more extreme. Yeah, like like because if they were marketing it as a GTA clone, that was probably part of uh, that group's job was to localize it in a way that would make it appealing to gta fans yeah and uh i don't know if they were successful <laughs> in that but no uh, there's a ton of reviews online from back in the day of people going this is nothing like gta why do they tell me these things what the heck i don't like this at all i'm returning it i would argue that in terms of the original uh from what i have seen on youtube um the thing that most people nowadays would go, hey, would be uh, Mark Hamill as Majima, which is pretty damn good casting. It is. It is fantastic casting. I wish he remembered he did it. I think that my favorite thing about that casting actually is when I first heard that uh, Mark Hamill was Majima, my first thought is, oh, he's just playing the Joker. And then I heard the performance and it's not the Joker. It's like it turns it's, out Mark Hamill is a very good actor. Yeah, there's there's a nuance to it. Extraordinarily good voice actor, as a matter of fact. Yeah, he he. it's it's not a it's not a flat out Joker impression. It's not just him doing the Joker. He's he's got like this this kind of like slouch in his voice when he when he does it. So it's like it's like the Joker. If the Joker was more of like a surfer dude, almost <laughs> Where he's like, man, oh man, what I do to have a girl like that? And he's he's just kind of like he's kind of nonchalant. It's kind of nice. It's an interesting interpretation of Majima. Yeah, who and beca- it, one that that became iconic. And that is actually a problem with uh, Yakuza Kiwame, which is uh, Majima's portrayal in Yakuza. And Yakuza mm-hmm. Hiwame is a very different character from the character that we right. get to know in later games. Let's talk a little bit a bit about the entry point here. So, arguably, if you're going into the original series of games, mm-hmm. uh, so all the ones starring Kiryu, you have two entry points that would be recommended to you, which would be, I guess, three technically. So you could do Yakuza, which is a little difficult nowadays, I would argue. There's a localization. Your mileage may vary. Mileage may vary. I know it's a little it's a little clunky because it was a PS2 game and it's the first game in the series. It's There's an Yakuza early Ki- PS2 game, I think, as well. Yep. Um, there is Yakuza Kiwame, which is the updated version of it. 
um, with, you know, more modern graphics using mm -hmm. uh, the Yakuza uh, 5 and 0 engine. Um, and then there is, which arguably is the most popular game in the series, Yakuza 0. Right. Which is a prequel that takes place uh, in the late 80s. Um, where would you recommend that they come in? It, it really depends on what you're looking for. Like we were talking about. Um, oh, yeah. You and I had a. I'm going to say argument. We didn't have a fight. It was, it was a discussion about which, yeah. what, what we think the best entry point is. So I, I I've done, I've done some thinking about it and I, and I, I still would recommend, uh, I, I still would recommend if you, if you don't want to go back to the PS2 era, uh, to sort of start from, from release date, I guess, um, I would, I would still recommend Yakuza zero. And, and the reason I would do that is because, well, I've actually kind of like I've kind of warmed up on Kiwami being the entry point, if only because because there is an appeal to sort of playing through Kiwami, seeing Majima close to what he was originally sort of written as and then going back to zero and sort of seeing the, the essentially seeing the entire series build up into into alluding into what who he actually is and what kind of a person he actually is and how he comes to be the way that he is in the first game hmm. like getting that experience right after f like from that point onward in two three four and five um you kind of get to see the the dots connect so there is somewhat of an interest and i think you were, you were actually the person that told me this jono where it was like you get to see the 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 end and the beginning of the of the Majima character from going from Kiwami to Zero, and then two, three, four, and five is watching the dots connect the two mm -hmm. and sort of complete the picture for you, where you have one side and the other. Um, that being said, like PS2 Yakuza One uh, is is kind of a trip because they never expected Majima to be a, a character that they kept around for a long time. Mm -hmm. So Majima. Majima in one is a very different character from Majima and Kiwami, which I think is what 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 you were alluding to mm -hmm. um, with the question, where it's like, what do you what do you prefer? Do you want to see a version? It's the same. It's the same game. It's the same story, but do you want to see the additions in Kiwami that take into account everything that they've done for the character up till now, or do you want to see the original version and sort of watch? In a, in a meta narrative sense, watch as they like retcon and massage away some of the rougher details that make him like not as appealing as a character to to sort of like attach yourself to. Mm -hmm. So sort of they they dull the edges around Majima as time goes on to make him more appealing. And I think I think witnessing him in the first two PS2 games is sort of a really nice like vacuum of a of a of a weird iconic character and it's what made him important to mm -hmm. the series so so it really comes down to that ironically it's not kiryu that i would make that decision on i would actually base <laughs> entirely where you start on yakuza on what kind of majima do you want to begin with we talked about this and i think that the main problem with kiwame uh looking at it with, with through the, the lens of majima <laughs> is that there are two different characters named Majima in Yakuza Kiwame. There's Majima, the character that 
came out of Yakuza's Zero, which is right. uh, the Majima Everywhere character who you're constantly running into on the street who wants to teach Kiryu how to how to gain his edge again, who yeah. goes to like uh, the club and you can have a you can have a hostess date with him. Um, there's that Majima, and then there's the other Majima who kidnaps and who is deliberately putting Kiryu and uh, and other in danger. And they're yeah. two very different characters, and it's very dif- it's very difficult to reconcile the two in that game. Yeah, it's 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 almost like if you don't have context for it, you half expect there to be a reveal that he's two different people. Yeah, or it, I, I and because he see, kind of is two different people. Yeah, he's two different characters. He's the character from Yakuza, Yakuza the original, and he's mm-hmm. the character from Yakuza Zero. And there are that was one of the big things that was. Um, put into Yakuza Kiwami, which is this entire separate mode, uh, Majima mm-hmm. everywhere, where Majima can ambush Kiryu to help him get his edge back. Um, and it is a, it is a continuation of the Mr. Beatdown mechanic from zero, yes. but in a, in a different package, which I appreciated a lot. Yes. Um, and I, I mean, I, 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 that entire section is extremely enjoyable, up to the point where you technically complete it and then he keeps showing up at that point you're like oh god just <laughs> at that point yeah i'm like i you should just not show up as this encounter <laughs> anymore because i can only tiger drop you so many times majima i can i I've, I've mastered the tiger drop thanks to majima but now he won't stop attacking me and now i don't want to do the tiger drop anymore yep i uh i know where you're coming from um i think in the feature we at one point where we kind of say that Yakuza Kiwame uh, could almost be better absorbed as a piece of DLC from Yakuza zero because it, yeah. it is in a lot of ways. Um, it, it does have that feel to it. In my mind, your entry point can come down to one of two things. If you want the better game uh, and you want the better, uh, I guess, story and uh overall experience you can't go wrong with yakuza zero it's just an exceptional game it's 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 a it's a brilliant standalone piece of yakuza you can jump into that without knowing anything and you can enjoy every bit of it yeah it is it is it is it is not just a good yakuza game it is it is phenomenal just in general yes of of a title and it's it's so worth playing oh absolutely but and here is where i'm coming from if you want to get a different experience with Yakuza 0 that, than most people get, which is Yakuza 0 is a brilliant prequel. It's one of the best prequels I've ever played. And if you play it first, you're not going to get the joy of a brilliant prequel, which is you get to see where the characters came from. You get to see their previous relationships. You get to see the formative experiences of these characters yeah. that you've come to love. And I was very I didn't play 0 until after I played both Kiwames. Um mm-hmm. So by that point in time, I knew these characters pretty damn well. Um, I, I knew them. I loved them. I saw their struggles. So when I played Zero, I got this immensely emotional experience of seeing Kiryu with Nishiki and, the, and their yeah. friendship and knowing that where that is going. So those scenes hit so much harder. Yeah, and, and to piggyback off what you're saying, like I'm glad you brought up the Nishiki point where uh, – one thing Kiwami does really well over the original and in conjunction with Zero is sort of really round out the Nishiki character who I, we're, I don't, I'm assuming we're not going to get into spoilers. No. I don't know if I don't know whether or not we do, but uh, like like Nishiki is is the 
central antagonist in Yakuza One. We know that mm-hmm. for 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 a fact. Um, it like, becomes obvious very soon into the it, game. It becomes very obvious soon into the game. Um, and in the original one, he's kind of a background element in in a, in a lot of ways. Like he's not really forward facing in the story. Whereas if you play Zero and then go to Kiwami One. Uh, again, playing it as as a DLC to Zero, like you say, it really rounds out the character to a point that it it really achieves what I feel the original tried to set out and do and fail, which was to make sort of Kiryu and Nishiki's conflict, you know, a, a much more a, a very difficult, like painful experience for the both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's sort of I think I think that is something you miss out on in the original. And it's sort of like what makes Zero so powerful of a of a story is that it it better sets people up for the things that you will experience in Kiwami one. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So the entry point here really depends on what you want to go for. If you want to play the better game, play Yakuza Zero. If you want a touch of what it felt like to actually uh, play Yakuza <laughs> Zero when it first came out. Maybe play both Kiwames and then go to Yakuza Zero because then by then you'll know the characters. Because like for a lot of people, they had played Yakuza One, Two, Three, Four, Five, and then there was Zero, so they knew these characters extremely well. So for pe- old school fans of the series, Yakuza Zero would have hit very differently than people who are picking it up for the very first time. It was uh, it was very cool because yeah. I've been I've been playing the Yakuza series since I was like. I want to say I was like just right out of college and I'm very old now. So mm-hmm. uh, that was a long time ago. He originally played uh, Yakuza on uh, the ColecoVision. That's right. That's the right. The Atari version. 2400. That's what I played it on. So yeah, Yakuza, moving past the entry point, we have uh, Yakuza, Yakuza 2 or Yakuza Kiwame 2, which is its full remake uh, mm-hmm. using the more modern Dragon Engine. Um, and then you have 3, 4, 5, uh, and 6. So I would argue that... Th- one to one, including zero. So there's there's eight eight games, seven games in the original uh, Kiryu story. So this is basically yes. the story of one man trying to remove himself from the Yakuza, the world of Yakuza. Yes. Um, and this is a, I, I would argue that you do not want to jump into uh, any of these games uh, without prior knowledge of where you're coming from. It's it's difficult to it's difficult to um, you definitely don't want to jump in at six. No, you, you don't want to jump in at six. No, you don't want to jump in at five. Nope. Um, three, because four, maybe you could you could do three, but three is a terrible representation of the series. It's it's not a bad game, but if, if three is your first Yakuza game, you will. I I know people who played three first Um and they found it very exhausting mm. in, in, in the way that in, in three has a problem where I mean, you know this, but for people that don't know, three has a problem where enemies really love to guard a lot and breaking yep. guards in Yakuza three for most people is really difficult because the the mechanics of Yakuza at the time didn't really build itself around enemies who blocked because it's a beat em up <laughs> game. Um, and beat them up. Enemies don't block most of the time. Um, and so it can be a very big slog because you don't really have the tools mm-hmm. to like deal with it. And then on top of that, I think three has some of the longest cutscenes. Oh God, there's in the, the series. Yeah, Three suffers from 
a massive plot dump midway through the game <sighs> just to have it make sense. I wasn't I even thinking of the plot dump. I totally forgot about the plot dump. Oh, that's, it's, just, it's just death. It stops the game dead. Um, <sighs> the problem with three and the actual the problem and uh, and one of the great things about three is it's the prototype for the entire series moving forward. Yes. This is the one that you know we, we lost the camera angles and the shifting things. It's it's entirely from you know behind your main character it looks like the rest of the series everything after this mm-hmm. uh used three as a template in terms of uh the perspective and mm-hmm. the general gameplay um the first two from what i understand and from what i've seen play very differently from the rest of the series but you can play three and recognize it as a yes as a yakuza as we know it today yeah but the story and everything it's not going to make a lot of sense it doesn't it doesn't you would think you would think oh it's the new sort of take of it's like the modernization of yakuza is the first one so maybe i'll, I'll play this one first and and that'll get me accustomed to it and not really it's no. it, it, it to 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 make matters worse the story even starts in media res so mm-hmm if you haven't played the other ones and you jump into this, you immediately, I don't know about you, but when I play a game that starts in media res in the middle of a series, my brain goes, this is stuff from the other game. They're going to be doubly lost. Yeah. Like this is, is this from the other game? Is this from here? Is this from there? And then finally you realize, Oh, it's, it's just a flashback to something that happens in this story. But by Mm -hmm. then you're already, you have so many questions that that go unanswered because they're not, they're not supposed to like, you're not supposed to Mm -hmm. be asking those questions and it loses you. Um, And also, it's sort of like it's a good thing that it's the prototype because if you think about it that way you can kind of say well it's the prototype and it's it's you know probably really rough around the edges and you would be right um you can go ahead and take a look at kiryu's face model for yakuza 3 and his face model for yakuza 4 and if you put those two together you will actually see such a difference Mm -hmm. in the two and these are i think yakuza 4 was eight months after three or no, I think three was eight months after two. One of the three and three had a very short development time, mm, which is incredible given what they did. Yeah, it's it's super impressive. Like right? Not only did they have to not only did they create an entirely new uh, town that's a central area. They also for the very first time uh, did Camarocho in like full explorable proper 3D, 3D. Yeah, proper yep. 3D. And it's and it's 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 incredible. It's 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 honestly a feat of of the people that work there. I I really hope I really hope they weren't put through crunch, but I know better. No, they were um, definitely put through crunch. Yeah. <laughs> and like and 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 so, but it's it's still very rough around the edges. The lighting is a little off. Um, the models are a little uncanny valley. And then if you if you look at the jump from three to four, it really stands out. And I, I kind of want to lead into four with that by saying because we were talking about this before we started mm-hmm. we kind of like it we, our conversation just kind of drifted that way and we both kind of were like you you brought it up and you said you know four might actually be a a, a solid entry, entry point. point yeah and I, I agree with you on that i i i genuinely agree with you on that where it's just like uh, here you showing up in the last act everything yeah. up to that point is pretty pretty uh self-contained yeah every, all these new characters and and it all kind of at the end it all kind of falls in pretty well together. And then I was thinking about I was like, well, what happens after? What happens if you go from four to five? Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, five is actually five actually not that bad because it takes the character you played as last in four, and it tells a a, a semi new story with him in five. Mm-hmm. And that actually kind of pairs well with that's that's, that's very like. 
I'm going to be getting made fun of. It's poetic. (laughs) Like, like it's, it's, it's very, it's very cool. It's like, okay, the character you played as last, that you might not have a whole lot of context for because you're coming in at the fourth game. This story that he has in this game is just all about him and the character that you met in the fourth game. Mm Mm-hmm that was part of his story. And they just, it just feels like an expansion on that relationship that they have. And Mm -hmm. that's super cool. I I never thought about it that way, but it actually really works well. Like four and five work well, just in a vacuum. Five is my favorite game in the series. I love five. Five is phenomenal. I just love it. I mean, five, we were talking about prototypes earlier. Five is very much the prototype for, uh, what they ended up doing with zero. The postmodern Yakuza. Yeah, it's they they really like <laughs> various fighting styles and it, it's it's an exceptional game with so much content that it's mind blowing. Um, and then five. But again, five is I would never jump into five as an early one. And then six, just avoid six at all costs. Uh, arguably avoid six at all costs anyway. It's but, not a good entry point, but it's also not a good ending point, And it's also not a good midway point, And it's also just not a good point. It's a great game. Oh, it's super fun to play. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's very frustrating to play because you're like, I'm having so much fun. <sighs> it feels really good to play. It feels good to to bop people and 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 trip people downstairs. And a lot of the some of the context sensitivity just isn't great. But like the the heat system in that game is incredible. And maybe we'll get into the combat later. But it's like, arguably a little slower than you're used to, but it's still mm-hmm. solid. Yeah. And it's it's thematically appropriate. It's 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 such a cool town. Yeah, okay. Uh, uh, Hiroshima. Yeah, Hiroshima is a cool town. It looks uh, great. Um, but the story, I mean, it. Uh, for those who are listening to this and are, who want to look at the feature, uh, GC has a series of uh, Yakuza videos on uh, his YouTube channel, which are which are linked to in the feature, uh, which <laughs> do very very deep dives into all of these games. Um, and the one on six, I would argue, is particularly epic. Um, <laughs> Thank you. I think I, I think I went a little too heavy on the voice modulation, but I, I, I stand by what I said in the, in, in, in that video. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 I'm not saying you were courting controversy, but you were certainly doing a little dance in front of it. Um, I, I, you know, I was I was kind of uh, it, it had like I felt I felt like it needed to be said. I don't disagree with you. Um, the problem with six is that I feel like it uh, it highlights almost every negative thing about the story and the storytelling and the tropes that are used to tell the stories of Yakuza. Yes. And it uses them in, I would, in their worst possible way. Would you say it is a caricature of the series, like an unfair caricature of the series? Because for me, it feels, it feels very much like that. It's all of the negative, like it's all of the things I don't like about the series packaged together in a way that's almost celebrating those things see that's where i'm losing it a little bit because as a fan of the series and as i remember when i played the very very first when i played kiwame right off the top there was a there's a sub story where uh you uh get picked up by a woman and then it turns out to be a trans woman and then her uh her trans man brother shows up too and kiryu yeah. has no problem with beating the hell out of both of them that is an original sub story from the first game that they kept in kiwami one it, it drives me crazy for two reasons one holy crap like mm-hmm. just okay i understand it's a product of its time but like kiwame's not um yeah um two 
Okay, regardless, okay, here's the problem with this. And this is not my opinion about where it's coming from. Even if you were coming from the, the thing for Kiryu is Kiryu never hits a woman, ever. Correct. So, okay, he beats the crap out of a trans woman. So arguably he doesn't think of a trans woman as a woman. But then he also beats the crap out of a trans man. So he doesn't think that a trans man is a woman. It's just a really stupid, inconsistent thing. Which doesn't make any sense, in t- even ignoring the gender politics of it. It's just it is like, a confusing what? inconsistency, mm-hmm. and it's important. And I and I I tell people this because I I get a lot of comments that that you know say, oh well, what about this and what about that? And I and I, I say it's very important to note that it's 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 the creators of this series who say Kiryu doesn't hit women. Mm-hmm. So when you see that sub story in the game. It's not just that, oh, Kiryu doesn't hit women, so why is he doing that? It's no, the writers believe that Kiryu doesn't hit women, and so they would never put Kiryu in a situation to hit a woman. And so when you look at it, when you look at it that way, you realize it's like this is not just, oh, this is what this character believes in. This is mm-hmm. this is like how the writers of this series, of this game, mm-hmm. sort of view this specific situation. You know, and and there's an inconsistency there again, and and you can tell that there's there's a, a I wouldn't say like a, a a hateful arrogance, like I I I don't want to put that into anyone's mouth, but I will say there is a a misunderstanding of 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 those people being like there's a misunderstanding in this representation mm-hmm. of those people of that group of people. Yes. Um, and yeah, this, I'm just use. I want to use this as a springboard into there are a lot of things in the Yakuza series, which genuinely will make, which made me go. It yeah. just it makes you vaguely uncomfortable because maybe the politics of it are, are a little bit uh, regressive. Maybe the, the gender politics, the section, like uh, there, there is something about it that just makes you go, Oh, that's, that's not, do you know the, do you want to know like, like the, the, the reason why I think we play these games and, and we continue to play them. And at the same time, we see those things and we're like, do you want to know why the game itself has very confusing politics Mm. where, where there are definitely a lot of standout uh, moments in the series that are very, very, very outdated, even for its time. Um, Very, 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 very close minded, even for its time. Um, but there's a lot of progressive stuff in there too. There's a lot of there's a lot of like surprising understanding of like the the toxic masculinity of men, mm-hmm. right? And at the same time, it still does or represents toxic masculine traits as 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 ooh, that, my mouth just made a weird noise. Uh, <laughs> it, it does like it's it also does its own like it also commits toxic masculine uh like traits into its writing or into the relationships of its characters and not always and not always you know to to paint it as a bad thing um and so it's like it's very confused the series can be very confused about what exactly uh is something that should be stood up for and what exactly Mm -hmm. is something that's actually important i agree and I'm going to I'm going to be very careful with phrasing this because I don't want to sound I have read some of the comments on some of your videos and <laughs> disagree disagree strongly with their opinion the primarily being what are you talking about you're not Japanese you don't know what you're talking about it's a different culture you shouldn't be imposing your own cultural values on it blah 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 
I would argue that both progressive politics and conservative politics are different in different countries around the world. They are moving at different speeds. Mm -hmm. So it's really quite amazing to play some of the uh, Yakuza 3, for example, or Yakuza 4, and like to see very, very progressive portrayals of a trans women, for example, or an understanding and compassion for them. And then at the same time, end up with a vaguely pro-abortion, pro-life message at the center of the sixth game. It's like, progressive politics, I think they genuinely do march forward, but they don't necessarily march forward at the same speed everywhere in the world. And different things gain acceptance faster in various places based on cultural values. So there are many places where Japan is more progressive than uh, the West and, and vice versa. And the same with conservative conservatism. Yeah. And, and I, am I allowed to, uh, to shout someone out? Yeah, please. You can shout anyone out you want. So, um, you know, the, 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 I I agree with you where, where it's like, where it's like, you know, uh, I say this, I, this is my response to a lot of people when, when, when I, when they tell me, oh, you're not Japanese, you don't know about Japanese politics. You're not, you know, you don't have an ear to the ground over there. You don't understand what, what the marginalized groups there care about or what they're looking for. And you know what, to be fair, to be fair to those people, they might be completely right about that. My response has always been that Japanese culture is not a monolith. Mm. Okay. The same way, like if, if someone were to go, were to ask you, what are American politics? Like you would look at them and go, I like, like, you know, in a single word, I, I mean, uh, terrible, just terrible. (laughs) Like, 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 like I can't tell you, Oh, everybody here believes in this one thing because that's not true. Like, what are you talking about? Are you talking about national politics? You're talking about regional state politics? Yeah. Are you talking like, about like are we talk- municipal? Yeah. And also, like, like, do you want me to give you, like, like someone who goes, what does everyone think about these kind of people in America? And it's like, I couldn't tell you because we're constantly arguing about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, 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 it's it's literally not like, I, I cannot tell you an absolute sentence that's the same exact case with with japanese culture and japanese politics and 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 progressive values in japan but also um if you want to follow someone or 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 hear someone talk about the yakuza games or or pretty much anything in relation to you know uh japanese media uh kazuma hashimoto i hope i got his name right there Kazuma Hashimoto is a is a journalist, a media critic, translator, uh, person uh, who he's he's done work for Polygon, for Silicon Era, a bunch of places. Mm. Um, he he's very big on talking about games that come out of Japan and how they represent uh, like sort of sort of the the comment, the social commentary behind them. Um and he is he is Japanese in case that needed to be clarified. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I basically follow him a lot and I and I listen to what he has to say. So if, if you don't if you don't want to hear it from me because I'm not Japanese, uh, feel free to hear from him. Uh, you know, like it's important. It's important to realize that that these issues that we experience in our country or in our respective like world of social political norms, those get experienced elsewhere as well you mm-hmm. know we're, we're 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 the issues that we face here are issues that 
people face elsewhere. The issues women face here are issues that women face elsewhere. It's just yeah. sort of a reality of of the world and how our cultures, despite being separate cultures, can influence each other uh, in good context or bad. And also, I, I completely understand the idea that we are lacking certain cultural uh, concepts because, yeah, I'm I'm Canadian. My experience with uh, my experience with politics is based solely in the West, and in terms of my the way I I absorb my stories is through a Western lens. Mm. But there are an awful lot of fridged women in Yakuza, like to an absurd degree. That's the entirety of Yakuza Six. It's one of my favorite characters in the entire series gets fridged for the vast majority of the game as just pure motivation for the main character. And it's such a waste and it's not great storytelling. I'm sorry. Fridging isn't good storytelling. There are better ways to give your character motivation than that. It's the writers are better than that. Yeah. Every, every, like the writers are better than that. And I feel like everyone agrees, right? Like I, 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 if you, uh, did you mention which game it was in a six? Yeah. Yeah. So like, if anyone's out there who's played six, uh, you know who we're talking about. It is such a waste because it is such a f- like that character is such a fan favorite. And I don't think there's a single person who would have who prefers it the way it turned out. No, it, it was it's such a shame. And to be again, it's it's not just fridging her. It's also putting her in a you know what? Let's let's not talk about six in terms of that. <laughs> this, that isn't what the podcast is. Because I have some significant issues with six, especially following five. Um, yeah, I feel as, like I feel like it's still five. Yeah, I feel like it's important to just mention it, though, because, um, you know, it, it is it is important for for people to be aware of like, hey, this is this is this is in there. You should probably be aware of it. We love this series yeah. to death, but, you know, uh, be be ready for some of this. If you love something, be ready to confront the problems with it yeah to you cannot just close your eyes and pretend that they don't exist or simply uh dismiss them because well it was made in japan like there are significant narrative issues with the yakuza series based on the treatment of some of the characters there just are and for the record those characters are usually women and thankfully it seems like that has been improving in recent years after six Mm -hmm. Let's move on to what I would argue is the next best entry point for the series, which is uh, the somewhat recent Yakuza Like a Dragon, which is Yakuza 7. Um, This is a complete reboot of the series in terms of the way the game is played. Unlike the others, which are beat-em-ups, this is a turn-based RPG. Uh, It (laughs) stars a brand new character uh, who finds himself in a very similar position as Kiryu did in the original Yakuza. Mm -hmm. Um, But it uses that familiar framework to tell a very different story with a very different kind of man. And if you are looking for a great entry point into the Yakuza series, and if you're listening to this podcast, you probably like turn-based RPGs, Yakuza Like a Dragon is simply one of the best games that's been released for the last uh, five years, in my opinion. It is everything you you would want to love about about Like a Dragon slash Yakuza. It is a turn-based RPG, and the protagonist loves Dragon Quest. Mm-hmm. He loves Dragon Quest. So he is basically every person who has ever listened to this podcast. <laughs> he uh, he is. Um, the game is exceptional. It has everything that makes Yakuza great. It has the the bizarre sub-stories. It has the incredible weird cast of characters. It has the melodramatic plots. It has a very... Uh, 
a, a, a strong female main character, which is really nice when you, you know, you're coming from the rest of the series. I believe that is the uh, it is the directorial debut mm-hmm. of uh, Ryosuke Hori, which could be a sign of where things are going. You know what else is a sign? He likes the main character likes Dragon Quest. The director's name is Hori. <laughs> same same name. Same name of the director for Dragon Quest. I'm just saying I feel like I feel like the stars aligned mm-hmm. to give GC exactly what he wanted. It's like, so good. It's so it's, good. It's such a serendipitous crossover. And it is a, it is a very strong crossover in many ways. Like mm-hmm. it's interesting that in early games in the series, Dragon Quest is such a staple in Japanese culture. Uh, and in Yakuza Zero, I believe there is yep. a sub. There's a side quest where you need to look for a copy of what was it, Arcane Quest? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're looking for a copy of Dragon Quest, but it's not called Dragon Quest. It's called something else. Um, but in this game, they just it, they they don't just name check Dragon Quest. The entire game is an homage, right? Down, like the combat, the That's style, right. much of the. It's it's really kind of amazing that uh, they did this, considering that Dragon Quest is obviously not owned by Sega. If I remember right, they got the blessing of Yuji Hori to do it. Yeah, it's a terrific game. It's so good. And if we're talking about politics, I would argue that Kiryu is uh, okay. We're getting into politics here. I'm gonna just I'm just gonna say <laughs> this. It, it's interesting because I when I think about media that I absorb and media that I really really like, yeah. Um, there are very few characters who I would argue are conservatives. Right. Like maybe that's a failing on my part, but I think there are very few main characters who I, who I think are actual like conservatives. Like outwardly, maybe, outwardly explicitly. Yeah. Maybe small C conservatives, but like a conservative, I would mm. argue that Kiryu is a conservative man. Yeah. He is very conservative. He's incredibly old fashioned, you know, he's yeah. out, he's, he's, he's behind the times. He's always been behind the times. And I'm not even talking conservatives in terms of politics or Republicans or conservative Tories in my country. No, just, just like, just like the, the conservative style of like, of like a person who's incredibly old fashioned and, mm-hmm. and very slow on the uptake. We were talking about, uh, I mentioned abortion with Yakuza. Six, like in my mind, I have no problem with believing that Kiryu is pro-life. Easy. Like that to me, that's just like, yeah, that makes complete sense. That's very much in his character. Um, Ichiban in uh, Like a Dragon, I would argue is probably a small liberal. Like just the way- That makes a lot of sense. And it also fits with the politics of Like a Dragon because uh, the whole plot of Like a Dragon is featuring, there's a, there's a, there's a political movement called, is it Bleach Japan? Yeah, I think, I think it's that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's anti-sex worker. It's anti-immigrant. It's, and it's, it's very, it's a, it's kind of, it's a populist movement kind of idea that we've seen pop up all around the world. And, uh, Ichiban is, shall we say somewhat opposed. So like, it kind of makes sense that he's, he's uh, a small L liberal, liberal, um, mostly because, um, one, he first of all, his appearance is very his his appearance is very, very like the way the way that Ichiban dresses, the way that he presents himself is very trendy, trendy for his era. Yeah, but like but like he's he he's he's very much like he comes across as 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 the person who who when he was younger, he was he was very like cutting edge. And now that he's older, he's trying to still be cutting edge, but he can't keep up anyway. Yeah. <laughs> like, like it's that sort of thing as opposed to Kiryu's more like he can't keep up, but he's just fine. <laughs> Kiryu is timeless. Yeah. Like he's, he's, he's more of like a classic guy. Whereas, he whereas. He's always going to wear that suit. Mm-hmm. 
Whereas like Ichiban, you can kind of see him yeah. wear pretty much anything. And, and, and in fact, you do because there's a job system in the <laughs> exactly. game. Exactly. Uh, that's what I was going to say. It's like it's like what you 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 do because he's he's constantly changing clothes. Yeah, that's another thing in this game. There is a phenomenal job system. I, I have heard so many good things and so many I've heard, you know, to be honest, I've heard I've heard and, and this is your wheelhouse now. Mm-hmm. I've heard good and bad things about the combat system in like a dragon. I've heard people tell me that it's amazing. I've heard people tell me that it's nothing special. I've heard people tell me that it's um, a lot of fun. And then I've heard people tell me that it's uh, uh, very basic. I would. I could agree with every single thing you just said, uh, depending on where I'm coming from. Incredible. Um, it is a pretty standard turn-based combat system that is obviously very inspired by Dragon Quest, because that's the point. Mm-hmm. Um However, attacks have so much style to them. Um, I mean, they literally mapped heat moves onto uh, magic. So, like, when you use a, a magic spell, you're essentially doing a heat move from the original, uh, from the original <laughs> Yakuza games. Um, there are, like, the really big over-the-top summons uh, in this game, which is where a lot of references from past games come in. Um, it's done with so much style that there was no point in the game where I found myself particularly bored by it. However, I do appreciate the fact that there are going to be points where the game does get a little bit uh, repetitive in terms of the combat system because you know it's it's the same as it's the same as any other Yakuza game where it's you know you're roaming around town, you you see an enemy, they see you, they run up to you, you find yourself in a, con- <laughs> in a fight. But whereas turn-based combat is is much more methodical and slow um it's a thinking game it's it's a much more thinking game but the problem is with turn-based combat with the the random quote-unquote random encounters from the rest of the yakuza series like yeah a guy will walk up to you and you know you can just tiger drop him repeatedly and that's the end of that combat encounter whereas you need to actually play through each random encounter turn-based you know selecting your thing selecting your thing it's just it's a turn-based rpg and if you're coming at it from the yakuza mindset where it's 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 very very fast yeah it can be a little bit slow um that being said once you make that adjustment i don't think it's a problem at all i think it's i think it's a great system um it's a it's it's a really good game it's an exceptionally good game so i highly recommend uh if anyone is looking for a entry point into the yakuza series and they are a much more traditional uh jrpg fan uh, like a dragon is just a no-brainer just get it you'll love it yeah i mean i haven't even played it yet but at this point uh people come up to me and they're like oh it's it's incredible you're like it's 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 so good it's it's so much fun and at this point i'm i'm inclined to believe them gc you're uh, gonna love it you're just like i don't you might i'm i would be very surprised if you walked away from this game saying eh, it's not you know it wasn't quite for me it, it's yakuza <laughs> it's undef it's it is I've a played Yakuza a thousand game. hours of Dragon Quest. I've played I've, I've played almost a thousand hours of, of Yakuza. Oh, I 100 I, percent I believe you. <laughs> oh, there's a point that there's a point in the game at about, uh, I would argue, maybe four hours in. You are going to drop your controller laughing uncontrollably just so at excited. just at references and other things like sound effects and the game is it's not just okay i'm this isn't a spoiler um 
it, because it's it's done in like the first few seconds of the game. Do you mind if I just yeah go for it? Um, in the very few first few minutes of the game, there's an actual in story reason why it's turn based, which is there's a fight and uh, one of Ichiban's uh, uh, I guess underlings or like te- anyway he says like why do you what's what's up with you when you fight and he's like oh i just love dragon quest so much that when i fight i imagine that i'm uh playing a dragon quest game <laughs> um and this continues into the game where like your enemies on the street the usual thugs will mutate into very dragon-esque uh, dragon quest-esque characters because ichiban oh, that's how he yeah. views the world um which is really really funny and the joke is that i <laughs> The joke is there's a possibility that Ichiban has brain damage. <laughs> and that's why he is continuously seeing he the world. He has head trauma. His... Yeah. Um, it's an exceptional game. You're really going to, I think you're that's really going to love it on both a Yakuza and a Dragon Quest level. Yeah. Um, and if anyone out there is, you know, looking for a good entry point, that's a very good one. Just be aware. Yeah. That the rest of the series plays nothing like it. The combat plays nothing like it. Everything yeah. else in it plays exactly like it. It's a Yakuza yeah. game right down to the Sega arcades and, and the sub stories. Everything else is Yakuza. It's just the turn based combat that's different. Like there's a there's a side. Sorry, there's a sub quest that involves a monkey getting his hands on a wrecking ball. Like this is not a. Oh, yeah. This is not outside of the realm of Yakuza. It's also it's also worth noting that this is the Yakuza game that is directed by um, one of the creative uh, developers who uh worked on the side quests and uh mini game section of the series since like yakuza 2 Mm. so for this game to have like like this game is probably also going to have a lot of really good versions of those things as well because he's directing the entire game and he has a lot of say over what goes in and out Mm -hmm. and i mean he's probably i he his story is incredible like 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 uh, I was doing research on it because I covered I, I just finished uh, the video on Kiwami 2 mm-hmm. about Ryosuke Hori because he did the uh, I guess we, we we didn't really talk about Kiwami 2, but Kiwami 2 has like an entire extra campaign in it. Oh, yeah. That Ryosuke Hori directed when he came back from intestinal cancer. He survived intestinal cancer and he came back to the development of the project um with nothing to do and he he wanted to go back to work because i mean that's that's sort of like par for the course with cancer survivors it's like once they survive it it's like dude i want to you know whatever whatever it is that i that i wasn't able to do i want to get back into it Mm -hmm. so they gave him that extra campaign nails it i mean completely nails it and that's what gets him the job as director for like a dragon and I mean, I mean, the results speak for themselves. He he just it is just a, a, a work of 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 love to to the things that he enjoys. And it's mm-hmm. it's it's such an uplifting, like little sort of like uh, story within this dude's life and the series itself. Um, so I'm really excited to play seven because I want to I want to see that. I want to see that sort of like celebration of his mm-hmm. sort of like like victory. Well, you are going to be delighted by a great deal in it i believe mm-hmm. um now we have a little bit of time left so let's sure. let's talk a little bit about there are i would argue two other um entry points if you want to get into the yakuza series okay. uh, one of which is not yet released um we Ooh. got some big <laughs> news big 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 news a few weeks big, ago big news big news um which is there are a lot of spin-offs uh that are japanese only um, including oh, a, bunch two, of them. 
a bunch of them. Yeah, uh, they're all listed in the uh, feature, but there are two of them that are samurai spinoffs, which it, it's a really interesting concept. It like it uses the Yakuza cast of characters as almost the cast of historical drama. So it like cast, think like Muppets Christmas Carol, but instead of the Muppets, <laughs> it's Kiryu and the gang doing samurai games. It, I've never heard anyone make that comparison, but that's so true. It's just, it's just like, it's just, it's just, it's just, a, it's, it's like a Muppets, it's a Muppets Sengoku era. Like, yep. it's so funny. I've never thought of it that way. Yeah. So like, these are the characters that you know and love, but they're put into very different situations. <laughs> um, and in this particular case, like a dragon Ishin, um, was released uh, back in 2014. Uh, it was almost like a prototype of sorts for Yakuza 0, like using multiple combat styles yep. and the graphic engine and stuff. Um, and it's getting a full ground-up remake. Uh, it's coming out next year worldwide on yep. February 21st, 2023. And because it is a samurai game set in uh, Shogunate-era Japan, mm -hmm. It has nothing to do with any of the other games. So it is a perfect entry point if you want to experience the type of gameplay that the Yakuza games have to offer. With with the caveat that we have not played this game yet because it is not released. But and it does look like a pretty good entry point. I know people who played the original Ishin and they tell me that the original Ishin, the sword combat in mm -hmm. those Yakuza spinoffs is incredible mm. to the point where people who have played Kenzan and Ishin wish that they would find a way to put that in uh Yakuza proper mm -hmm. um which is which is something that's very defining of this series is that the spin-offs are all very good um very good sidesteps that you can go and check out even if you have no context for the series I would say mm-hmm like I would actually say, like like any spinoff that that ha doesn't have to do with like existing characters, like in the mainline, like in their in their in their original sort of interpretation, mm -hmm. uh, is a great is a great great little like dip dip your toes in the water sort of thing. Well, uh, it's funny. I was talking with Solosi uh, about this a few weeks ago on this podcast, actually, about how I think that this idea of casting like the cast of yakuza in these things i think that they could go further with it like they did it a little bit with dead souls where it's like hey what if the cast of yakuza was yeah. in a zombie movie yeah but like i think they could do it with like set one in the far far future in space on spaceships yeah. uh using these characters like you could use them to explore different uh genres um within the yakuza framework it would be really interesting by any chance did i when 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 you were talking about that did either of you daydream about a yakuza game in the style of star trek where no, they were but, the crew no but i love of a the starship idea. actually can you like, imagine they're all officers okay i'm kind of I, I i know where you're coming from but i'm kind of feeling the yakuza star wars oh yeah a little bit like oh yeah like i'm kind of i'm kind of feeling like Kiryu being stuck on this in this desert planet and he's got to find Komaki and Komaki's a puppet. Yeah. <laughs> like I feel like space opera would be good. Be Although perfect. Star Trek would be good too. Um, I, it would be diplomacy, but with your fists, it yeah, would be it, fist diplomacy. 
I, I, frankly, I would love to see Kirk Fu be worked into the Yakuza series as one of the f- combat styles. Oh, yeah. Like like that double, like I'm going to put both of my hands together in, in a very <laughs> inefficient fist. and I'm going to hit you center of your back and that's going to knock you out because yep. I guess Starfleet knows super advanced martial arts in the future. The second you switch over to Kirk Fu, the, your shirt gets ripped open. <laughs> well, I mean, that's just par for the course in this game. Very, very true. Um, so, like I said, we can't really talk about Ishin a lot yet because it's not released in the West. We Neither no. one of us have played it, but it looks really, really good. It's coming out in a few months. Super, super excited for it. It looks incredible. The, the marketing material that they've done for it, like that poster, like mm-hmm. that cover image is of, of Kiryu just like with the gun like up to his forehead. Mm-hmm. is very very nice very very like it's 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 a beautiful framing um <laughs> but yeah yeah I, I i agree they should they should like go to the wild west they should like oh that'd be great yeah they should do cowboys they should do cowboys versus aliens with the yakuza characters okay i'm just gonna pitch this because i was talking about muppets a second ago what about a yakuza christmas carol i would do it <laughs> i would i would play that game in a heart i would help make that game i would i would do anything <laughs> I would do anything like who would who would be who would be the ghost and who would be the Scrooge? Would Akiyama be the Scrooge? No, Akiyama would be the ghost. Akiyama would be the ghost who was the partner. He'd be Marley. Yeah. Although I no, Akiyama is Scrooge is a good idea, though, because he has to learn the value of uh, the real value of money and what money can do. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Uh, uh, it'd be like it'd be like a weird like inversion of the Scrooge character. Anyway. Um, OK, so last entry point that we'll talk yeah. about uh, for the Yakuza series uh, and this one is, if you don't want to play Yakuza proper, you have a real good entry point in that there is a spinoff series called Judgment, um, which is kind of like a crossover of Yakuza and the Ace Attorney series. So it takes place oh, in Kamurocho, same time period. Uh, it's modern day Japan. It involves organized crime. But instead of it being you're a member of the Yakuza or a former member of the Yakuza, you are slightly on the outside and you are a much younger hipper character who is a former defense attorney and a current private detective my favorite character there are two games thus far in the series there's judgment and lost judgment mm-hmm. and they are terrific um they're they're still yakuza games like if you know what a yakuza game is these are them like you can go to the batting cages you could like there are many you know there's no there's no karaoke but what it's uh it's terrific. They're both great. What do you mean there's no karaoke? There's no karaoke in either there's game. There's no karaoke? No. Oh, that guy can't sing? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I think they should move it. I think they should. Karaoke is a... If you love karaoke, you should play the Yakuza series. Um, oh, it's a staple. It's a staple. Um, It moves a bit away from the Yakuza classic framework. However, um, you are going to be getting a game that is very much in line with Yakuza right down to uh, like sub stories, all of the, su- mm-hmm. all of the side content, everything there over the top melodrama. Um, there are some elements of like the Ace Attorney series, including like questioning people uh, investigating certain areas, but it recontextualizes a lot of what we know of uh, the Yakuza series and Camarocho. That's one of the coolest things about coming back. Like Camarocho is a character in and of itself. Um, and we come back to it in almost every single, no, in every single game. But when you re-enter Camarocho through the eyes of a different character, it's a very different city. Like, no one sees their own town quite in the same way as everyone else. Camarocho is a reflection of whoever is walking amongst it. Mm-hmm. And uh, these games 
are really, really good entry points for people who mm. want to get that Yakuza experience but don't want the baggage. Because unlike Yakuza Like a Dragon has a lot of references uh, to other uh, Yakuza yeah. games. This doesn't have this has like occasional ones, but for the most part, it's completely standalone. From what I understand, it is a very conscious decision um, mm-hmm. to 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 basically say, hey, we can do like we can make a game centered around other people. I think I think judgment is sort of like a a, a proof positive mm-hmm. that they can work with other characters and also that they can tell different stories that aren't necessarily centered around a character in the Yakuza mm-hmm. where it's like you, you can like uh, I was going to say private eyes are my favorite kinds of characters mm-hmm. because they, they walk that very nice delicate line in, in narratives and media in real life. Private investigators don't actually do a lot of the stuff that they're they, usually <laughs> just looking for, you know, divorce cases. Yeah. It's like if someone owes you, oh, someone owes somebody else alimony, but like, uh, in, everyone in like, gets into, everyone gets into the business <laughs> wanting to find the Maltese Falcon and they find themselves on stakeouts with cameras, taking photos yeah. of spouses. Yeah, exactly. It's like, Oh, he's cheating on you. Dang. And it's like, it's like, it's like, it's the thousandth case that, that week. <laughs> uh, but like, like the, like it, the 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 private eye is such a cool character because it walks that, that it's a perfect line of in, in media where you can you can sort of tell the stories about because one of the things about Yakuza that that people should probably uh, really appreciate more is that they they kind of tell the story of of people who are in lives of crime that may not necessarily you know that probably wasn't their first choice. Hmm. Um, and it sort of captures the humanity of those people. It's very much like I'm not comparing it to this. I'm not saying it's as good as this, but it's in the same vein as like the Godfather or, you know, stories like that, where it tries to capture the the human being behind that sort of like life and, and, and sort of capture that that very complicated like duality of like this is a family man who is also part of a criminal underground ring that's involved in horrible things. With mm-hmm. private eye stories, you kind of still get that, but private eyes have to sort of like watch that from the outside and you have to like sort of they sort of have to like it, it's it's kind of like it's kind of like the way I put it is 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 you are not the bad guy, but you are still close enough to the bad guy that you grow to care about the bad guy in a weird sense. Mm. Where it's like you, you kind of like respect that sort of person, if well, if it's a story about that. Well, that's noir. That's the idea. Yes, is exactly. There's a lot of darkness that we don't see, and judgment. The first judgment, especially, uh, goes into that quite a bit. Um, and the second, there's still a lot of yakuza in the first judgment. And by yakuza, I don't mean like the style of the game. I mean like literally. There's a lot of guys in really garish shirts uh, <laughs> roaming around in judgment. Um, Way less so in Lost Judgment. Uh, really cool thing that uh, happened. Uh, I love when I, I really, really love when different people come to uh, a game with a different perspective. Like uh, Caitlin reviewed. I haven't written a review for this one. I think it's one of the only Yakuza games I've never written a review for. Uh, Caitlin loved Lost Judgment. Um, she really did. She gave it a ninety-three, and I really enjoyed it Ooh. too. And rather the main, the main story of lost judgment instead of it being yakuza it takes place in a high school and it actually uh involves exploration of bullying and bullying in this high school and it's it's a really interesting uh take on it um and caitlin loved it and zach recently reviewed it 
And Zach did not like it even close to as much. Didn't hate it, but Zach's actually a school teacher. And it was really interesting getting that percept, uh, his, uh, his take on mm-hmm. uh, the, the story of like bullying in high school and things like that. Um, so yeah, if, if you're looking for games that are coming at the Yakuza formula with a di- slightly different agenda to want to tell slightly different stories, both judgment and lost judgment are excellent places to start. Mm-hmm. And I mean, there's going to be a lot of Yakuza or like a dragon as it's recently be re- been rebranded um, coming out in the future. We have Yakuza. We have uh, like a dragon Ishin, which is coming out in February. We have like a, Dra- like a dragon Gaiden, the man who erased his name, which is going to be like a mid um, featuring Q U <laughs> after after six, uh, I like what, that term. Yeah, uh, and then we're going to have Like a Dragon Eight, which uh, appears to be uh, joining Kiryu and Ichiban together. He's a deuteragonist now, which I don't understand how it's going to work. I don't get it. I know that you need to play seven to quite get what I mean by this, but uh, like I said, uh, Ichiban views the world through Dragon Dragon Quest. And that's why there is turn-based combat. Kiryu does not do that, clearly. Kiryu views the world through, there's a person in the way of my fist. Um, (laughs) And uh, it's going to be interesting to see how they uh, combine those two worldviews into one game. I think they might actually do a Yakuza 0 type thing, where Kiryu has one path and uh, Ichiban has another. And there might be some crossover, but they're going to be telling parallel stories. But that's just... Similar to Yakuza 0. That's just a theory. Well, well, anyway, it doesn't matter. There's going to be a lot of Yakuza coming out, or like a dragon coming out in the future. Chances are that there's always going to be Mahjong involved. Oh, yes, please. More. Yes. yes. More. Go play. Go learn how to play Mahjong. I need more people to play Mahjong with. You're going to love this then. Uh, when I was, uh, we've, got, we've got to wrap the episode up because I think we're running a little long. When I was, I was visiting my mom, uh, in my mom and dad in Nova Scotia last month, and my mother has started playing Mahjong with some of her friends. Uh, I don't know how this happened, but they will get together every like Tuesday and they'll play Mahjong together. But during the, during the month I was there, uh, there was some COVID exposures and they had to cancel them. So I was like, huh, she, she really wanted to play Mahjong. And I was like, Hmm. And, uh, I gave my parents my old PlayStation four to work as a media box. Um, but I realized, so I downloaded Yakuza 6 on it and marched my mom into the uh, Yakuza, um, into, the, uh, into the Mahjong parlor. And uh, she played Mahjong in Yakuza for like a good hour and a half and had a yes. great time. Yes. Mm-hmm. Had a that grand old time. That makes me so happy. Yep. I still have no idea how to play, but that's okay. <laughs> well, she'll teach you. She tried. Um <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think that my mother, I think me playing Mahjong is about as likely as my mother actually playing through all of the Yakuza series, but, um, it's there if you want it. And that's the beauty of the Yakuza series and the like a dragon series. There is, if you want it, there is so much there. There is a golf mini game. There's a baseball mini game. There are, you can go on dates with people. You can go and sing karaoke and play a really great rhythm mini game. You can go dance at the disco. There's so much that you can do in these games uh, in ter- so many different styles of gameplay. And I think that's why it's one of my all-time favorite series. Yeah, I mean, it's... it's The the series is just... It's, it's full of, like, really, really novel things. 
it's always striving to to be very different while still maintaining this weird nostalgic <laughs> sort of feeling from from an era that that you may never have even been a part of um and it just tells these these stories that are heartfelt and and full of just sort of like raw emotion and 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 at its heart just like like just wanting to to care about people and and it, it's just mm-hmm. got this it's always got this very heart well almost always has this very heartwarming takeaway of just caring about the people close to you um and doing anything for them these are not how can i put this i'm i mean this in a very good way these are not subtle games these no. are these are these are games that wear their heart on their sleeves for the better and for the worse. Um, like you hear, you heard that GC and I we have some significant problems with Yakuza Six, um, a song of life. But I would argue that it's still I don't know from my perspective Yakuza Six I have significant problems with it, but it's still it's not subtle. It's not it's still wearing its heart in its sleeve. It's just going in a very different direction than I think that it should have. And it's, I think it celebrates yeah. many of the qualities that of Yakuza that I least like. Yeah. Whereas Yakuza seven, uh, like a dragon features many of the, uh, celebrates the qualities that I do like. So that's just the kind of series that is when you have, what is it? 20, 23 entries. Not all of them might be quite for you. Yeah. It's, it's, I wouldn't call it a mixed bag, but I would definitely say there's some bad apples in the bunch. Yeah, it's like when you get a basket of like peaches and they all look good on the top and you, you get one. And you're Ooh. like, oh, that has a bad spot on it. Well, maybe Ooh. I can just cut the bad spot off. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 kind of it's kind of it's kind of a, a matter of please enjoy this for the reasons that, you know, make it enjoyable and just be aware mm-hmm. that there's there's some bits of it that you probably want to eat around. <laughs> <laughs> and there you go with the food analogy. I, I can't stop doing it <laughs> every every time I write every time I make anything for RPG fan I just I it comes back to food uh, there are worst frames to write with that's true I should I should eat something next time though well uh for everyone out there listening thank you for listening to us ramble about Yakuza for the last hour plus um, this is something that we could easily go on for another hour plus Forever. talking about easily um, but I think we'll leave it right there um GC, thank you so much for uh, spending your evening uh, talking with me. And thank you so much for doing this feature with me. Of course. Likewise. I mean, thank you so much for letting me like be on it. And, and, and thank you for encouraging my enthusiasm. Just like it was, it was an honor to be honest. Like, like you're, you know, like you, you've been a, you've been a pleasure to talk to and, and <laughs> I'm super happy to have gotten to know you. GC is being, this is not me, uh, this is not me minimizing my contribution because I did do a lot of work on this feature. However, the frame of this feature, the point of view, where it's coming from, the structure, that's that's GC. And uh, the work you put into this is quite remarkable. And you put a lot more work into it than we actually see in the page. You, you, I believe you're, you are thinking about spinning off some stuff that we cut into other features. Yeah, yeah, I I, I think I might. Um, just because it... it, it... It, it's it's worth putting out there i think um, there's so much to talk about yeah there there is there really truly is and i think that's the mark of a not necessarily of a good game series but a game series that is worthy of being celebrated is yeah if you're and, willing and if, discussing 
and if if it if it generates this much discussion and passion and excitement and controversy, there's really something there. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, speaking of something being there, we have a store. There's a store there now. Wow, Ooh. that was an awkward transition, but it it's there. Um, so yeah, we have a store, rpgfan.com slash shop. So if you are looking to buy some merch and uh, it, it support RPG Fan, uh, it's a great way to do so. You can get mugs, you can get magnets, you can get all kinds of things, some t-shirts. Uh, so check that out. Uh, if you want to support us here at Random Encounter, you can do so by checking out some of our past episodes. We have an awful lot of them. Uh, in many of them, we talk about Yakuza. So uh, check that out. We are not the only podcast here at RPG Fan, though. Uh, we also have Retro Encounter. If you are a fan of me and my voice, boy, are you in for a retro treat because October was Adventure Game Month at Retro Encounter, and I was on three episodes in a row, Monkey Island, The Wolf Among Us, and Broken Age. Uh, they were an absolute joy to play through all three games. I love adventure games. They're some of my favorite genres. So uh, yeah, check those out. Oh, and if you are still a fan of me, even after listening to those three episodes, boy, are you in for a treat because I'm on three more episodes of Retro Encounter in November talking about all the games in the Mass Effect series, which was awesome because I'd never played Mass Effect before. Uh, and I I binged all three games. And then because I'm a glutton, I played Andromeda. Um, and uh, really, really enjoyed it. So uh, Solosi is uh, is going to be uh, leading us through those games next month, and uh, you should definitely check those out. Uh, we also have Rhythm Encounter, which I mentioned a little bit earlier. That is our music podcast. Uh, last week was focusing on the music of Masafume Takata, and next week will be a spooky Halloween episode focusing on the music of the Castlevania series. Uh, if you'd like to get in contact with us here at Random Encounter, you can fire us off a message at podcast at rpgfan.com. Uh, I'd love to hear from you, whatever you have, if you have any ideas for future episodes. If you disagree with anything that we said about the Yakuza Like a Dragon series, I would love to hear it. Um, if you'd like to send me an email, you can do so at jlogan at rpgfan.com. You can also find me on Twitter at jono underscore logan. Feel free to add me if you'd like. Uh, GC, why don't you tell us some of the many, many ways that folks can find you online? <laughs> oh, man. Okay. You can, f- well, first of all, you can uh, find more of my features at RPGfan.com. Um, I am trying to write more features. Uh, I've got a couple in the works right now that I got to work on. Uh, you can find me on YouTube at youtube.com slash GC Vasquez. I have been working on a very long set of video projects that are going to be coming out pretty soon here. Um, been basically working on it for an entire year. It's been a huge production thing for me. You can find me on twitch.tv slash GC Vasquez. And if you want to yell at me about Yakuza or have a conversation with me about Yakuza, uh, you can find me at Twitter at GC double underscore Vasquez. Cool. Uh, if you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with your friends. You can help, help us get the word out there. You can rate us on iTunes or your other podcast player of choice. Uh, GC, again, thank you so much for joining me this evening. I really, really appreciate it. Hey, thanks for having me. Ah, geez, it was an absolute pleasure. Absolute pleasure, sir. <laughs> Likewise. And uh, to all of you out there, thank you for joining us this evening. And whatever you're playing, have fun.